This is episode 15 of the Eco Warriors podcast featuring Keating Fang. You're listening to the Eco Warriors podcast featuring inspiring stories from women in green business, sustainability, and conservation. Here's your host, Barbara Lee. Hey everyone, we're so excited to bring you this week's episode with Ki Ting Fang. We found Ting through one of our previous guests, Sum Reddy. Ting had taken Sum's design course and was challenged to come up with a solution for food waste. Ting came up with the ingenious idea to use tea waste as a natural moisture absorber, known as a desiccant. You've probably seen these. They're used in everything from medicine bottles to food packaging. And traditional desiccants today are actually made out of silicone. While silicone is a renewable material and it can be biodegradable, it isn't often recycled, which means there are tens of thousands of desiccant packages sitting in landfill today. While the product has not yet been productionized, I'm excited about the solution and the creativity that Ting showed in coming up with a product that uses what we traditionally think of as waste, which was the entire impetus for this podcast. So let's jump in. Hey Ting, welcome to the Eco Warrior Podcast. Yeah. Hi, Melinda. Thank you for inviting me. Um, if you could tell our audience who you are and what it is that you do. Okay. Hi, everyone. Chi Ting Fang. You can just call me Ting. And I'm currently a second year student in MFF, a product of design at School of Visual Arts. Today, I wanted to bring my previous project that I'd done in my first year. It is called Tea Waste Desiccant Project. So in regards to this project, like I'd love to kind of like hear a little bit more. And I, I love that design is what you're studying. I'd love to like hear a little bit more about what you identified as the problem and like how you came about coming up with the solution. Mm-hmm, yeah. So this project was done in my first year class called Sustainability. And in this class, we were asked to focus on food-related problem and research and designing innovative solution for that and at that time I designed a speculative company aiming to transform tea waste into a natural desiccant with the aim of replacing non-biodegradable desiccant worldwide and I think maybe many of people don't know what desiccant is so I will have very (laughs) (laughs) yeah let's explain that (laughs) yeah quick explanation of that so desiccant is a widely used to absorb moisture from the air and reduce the humidity inside sealed container and usually comes in various forms and has found widespread use in food and package like electronics and many manufacturing industries. Yeah, I mean, I think recently the place that mm-hmm. I have seen a desiccant is when you buy any type of like pills. So like mm-hmm. my vitamins and things like this, like there's always one of these inside of the container to help absorb any moisture. Yes, but I think the problem here is because most uh, common use desiccant is silicon gel. Actually, it is a recyclable product, but it is also very difficult to regather it since it is small and hard to be noticed. And I also think there is a huge difference between recyclable and biodegradable because recyclable is to find another use for something, like whether it is the same object or restore it to its original state. 
But biodegradable refers to those who can slowly destroy it and broken down into a very small part by natural process. But I think the recyclable doesn't mean it will be recyclable, but only the degradable is 100% harmless to the environment. Like take the plastic as an example, most plastic are 100% recyclable, but the fact is that more than 90% of the plastic on Earth are not recycled, causing a huge plastic pollution. And the reason why I start this project is because I originally from uh, Guangzhou, China, a city that has been named the delicious food center. And our breakfast is very famous and, and very special. It's so-called Cantonese morning tea. And it's more of an important way for us to kind of do some social communication. So tea has kind of become a special bond connecting people. And in my city, the tea consumption is about one kilogram per person. And the whole consumption is about 250,000 tons per year. And it also produced a huge amount of tea waste due to our deeply rooted tea culture. But most of the kitchen waste in China, including the tea waste, was disposed of by landfill and incineration. And in recent years, the, the expansion of tea shop is rapidly increased. Like everybody loves bubble tea, right? <laughs> and there's about <laughs> 500,000 tea shops in China. I've done some research said that the daily average tea consumption of each shop is about two kilograms. So I can do a very simple calculation of that. So like this big city in China, Guangzhou, produce more than 4,000 kilograms of tea waste a day. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. And then it, yes. is, <laughs> <laughs> it is worth to raise our attention that actually the tea waste have a highly recyclable value, which can be transferred transform into a new product. Like what I wanted to do, natural tea desiccant, and make profit in the desiccant global market. Do you know how big the global market is for a product like this? Because I think like it's it's almost deceiving because it's such a small product, but it is so widely used. Like how much does mm-hmm. this actually cost us? You know. Yeah, I've done some research about that as well because I really like I was curious about the future of this industry. And from some report said that like they predicted the revenue by 2027 is approximately like 190 million dollars per year. And oh my god. So yeah, that's a lot. And then I think probably in the future cuz people actually noticed that the tea waste can be made into desiccant. So it is also can be widely used in different industry. So I'm really looking good at it. Uh, how, how did you kind of like come up with this idea of like a desiccant? Because like even as someone who like used to, you know, own my own business, like try to take waste products and make it into new products, I never thought about addressing this specific problem. Yes. At first, I didn't also I didn't notice that as well, but it, it was a school project. Our instructor like lead us to look into our own kind of food routine to find some 
elements that we can develop. So I just basically started from my own life, my own daily life, because I drink tea a lot. And I also know that it is a green material that can be widely used. And I also know that like lots of like environmentally friendly products are made by tea. So I just started to do some research about that, like what is the best way to make use of that large amount of tea waste. That's super interesting. And do you know, like, are there other benefits to using tea versus like the current material that we use, which is like silicon? Yes. So compared to the most common use silicon desiccant currently on the market, the dry tea desiccant is made of 100% recyclable natural materials and harmless to people and the environment and it is fully biodegradable because the way I wanted to produce the tea waste desiccant is very simple like we would do nothing more than dry and grill ground so first of all we we plan to collect material from the local tea shop and then send it to the factory to dry it and grind it and finally pack it as a brand new natural desiccant. So the whole process is quite simple and like we didn't want it to involve any other things in it. And I don't know that much about the the silicone desiccants. I, I know that you mentioned like, you know, it's a material that can be recycled and like, you know, obviously like silicone comes from sand, like it, it is to an extent a natural product, but like is it still as safe or is it safer to like use the tea? Yeah, it is safe, uh, even though it, it has been used before, but because the characteristic of the tea itself, it has a strong water absorbing characteristic. So it is perfect for moisture proof when it is dry. Oh, I meant like, is it like, safe in terms of you know I, I always think of like and I think there are some discounts that are made of silicone and some are actually made out of like more chemical based products mm. and I always think about this issue of like there are so many things that we use that even if we don't realize it are, are chemically leaking into everything that we use and put on into and onto our bodies yes you're right I think people are very sensitive of the product that is not natural because we often think that it is harm that those things are made by chemical things. So if I have a choice, I would always choose the natural product instead of the chemical things. And Ting, why is this important to you? Like, I know that you've done other projects other than this one, which is more about like mm-hmm. sustainability and food systems, but you seem pretty passionate about this and uh, know <laughs> a lot about it. So I'm just kind of curious as to like, why is the environment and sustainability important to you? So I think it is very important for everyone to take care of our whole environment because this is our planet. And the second thing is as a designer, it is this is the one thing that we should always keep in mind because the, the product we design is not just for one person, it's for the whole community. And every of our, like the materials of choice would affect a lot of things, for example, in the production ways. And it will also huge in, influence our in, environment. And if we can just 
make a slightly change of our material choice, we can also did a very great efforts on our environment. So why don't we do that? I think that's quite important for me as a designer. Yeah, I love that. I think it's this idea that, like you said, like it's not just the people who work in these industries that need to be thinking about these solutions. Like we should all be thinking about them. Yes. Cool. Anything that you want to share in terms of like your tips for folks at home and how they can maybe in small ways reduce their impact on the environment? So I wanted to share my experience of my travel in Mexico right now because I just noticed that in Mexico because I'm right now currently in Cancun and I find out that there's a they have a very great enthusiasm on the environmental protection because like every tourist who come to here need to pay an environmental tax for 1.5 dollars per person for protecting the environment. And I also noticed that only the biodegradable straw are provided here. This is unusual for, for the other city, but it is quite, I don't know, it just make me feel comfortable that I can use real environmentally friendly product. And I think that's super awesome here. And I feel like I'm enjoying the environment and then at the same time, I also protecting them. I love that. And Ting, anything else that you wanted to chat about? Did anything come of this project? Like, were you able to like actually get this idea into production? Unfortunately, no. But if I have a chance, I would bring this up to maybe my future partner <laughs> as a great proposal to start in the business. Yeah, I mean, with that big of a revenue prediction uh it seems <laughs> like there's a really good market for a product like this mm-hmm. i think it might happen in the future but i just haven't find my right person to partner with and if i have a chance i would definitely try this and i also get very good feedback about this project for the past year and then People are very excited about it and everyone wants me to start doing this. And I'm also trying really hard to graduate right now. And then (laughs) maybe after graduate, this proposal can become real. Yeah, well, I, I hope you have the time to to be able to bring this idea into fruition. It, it is a really ingenious idea. And I think there's a real viable business here. So yeah, it's a very big market here. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed this episode from Ting and that it helps prompt you to think of new and innovative ways that trash can be reused and replace otherwise harmful products to our environment. If anyone wants to create Ting's product with her, it sounds like she's looking for investment partners. Tune in again next week, Eco Warriors. We'll be coming to the end of season four and we'll be announcing a giveaway in celebration of it. So check us out on Instagram and don't miss your opportunity to win. Stay green. The Ikai Warriors podcast is produced and hosted by Barbara Lee. Research assistance by Belinda Chu. Thanks for listening. For more inspiration, follow us on Instagram at Eco Warriors Podcast. <laughs>